0: I knew what I wanted to do. Mm. There was one place and one place only I was applying for. There was one place and one place only I wanted to work. And that was in that airline, doing a job similar to the job that I was talking about in front of them. That was it. I was prepared to move my life. I was prepared. Annie, if they had said jump and you moved to Germany, I would have been on the first plane to Germany. And that was the way, that's the dedication. I Mm. wanted this job. And I got it.
1: Craig Lancaster was once one of Ryanair's youngest regional managers, saving up for his first home, driving a fancy car, and the professional envy of all of his 20-something peers. But what Craig wasn't was happy. A brush with COVID made Craig realize that he needed a change. And thus, Pilot Path, a modular aviation training institute, was born. Craig candidly takes us through his battle with imposter syndrome and how he has fought to help others reach their dreams of becoming commercial airline pilots without breaking the bank. How do you go from being a manager of something huge to, let me just be frank here, having the balls to step out of that boardroom where you must have been making a pretty penny by that stage?
0: I don't know if having the balls was the right way to put it because I was terrified the day that I oh actually no. left. I resigned. I was terrified.
1: Craig, welcome to studio with us today. We're so excited to have Delighted you.
0: Delighted to be here. Thank you. Much.
1: Particularly me, I am over the moon to have Excellent. you here because Excellent. you do something yep. that I think just speaks to the child in all of us. Yep. You founded a company that teaches people how to be pilots.
0: Yes. That's it. That exactly. Is so exactly. Cool. Well it's all like I always wanted to be a pilot. Like, yeah. it was it was my dream since I'd say it was about eight or nine years old. It must have been like I'd spend time out the back garden where I live and stuff like that. We were under a fly path, they could see aircrafts like flying over as left, right, and center, like going on holiday. You've not. I people always were afraid of flying and they yeah. hate it and stuff like that. I actually enjoyed the travelling side of it as much as I would enjoy being on holiday, to be totally honest with you. The noises, the movements, the understanding even the physics behind it, it was just absolutely fascinating to me. Like so fascinating. The guys that I work with, they actually slag me. I was 747 tattoo oh God, there, right? look
1: at that. I
0: had to stay, by the way. But yes, I do, <laughs> right? And this is where I referred to myself one day. We were doing a competition last year. And I actually referred to myself as the boy with the bone tattoo. I've never seen a room cringe as much as they did <laughs> in, in my life. Oh, I, that's why I have long sleeves. On, Forget today.
1: the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yes, no. Make way for Craig.
0: This is it. This is it. I think I'll get that reprinted, though. It doesn't the look boy the boy with the
1: Boeing tattoo. Where yes. did you get that done?
0: Um, I got it done when I was on holiday in Turkey. Oh, okay. uh, probably a couple of a couple too many drinks <laughs> later. And then the next day I woke up and it was a seven for A crudely drawn... Because it looks drawn, like a
1: shadow of a, no, of a it, Boeing. It,
0: yeah, it's a crudely drawn one. To be honest with you, who knows what picture I used when I gave it to him. It looks like a clip art, and clip art are gone kind out of fashion now, yeah. so not the best, anyway. How many
1: up... pants lead to that tendency? <laughs> <laughs> oh, too
0: many, unfortunately. Too many, unfortunately. But look, you know, I'll live, live with the sins of it for the rest of my life, and it's funny when you talk about it now. I can make a joke out of it at least.
1: But now, Greg, you said that you wanted to, your ideal was to be a pilot.
0: Yes. A commercial
1: airline pilot. Exactly.
0: Exactly that's... what I wanted to do.
1: Okay, but that's not what you're doing.
0: No, no. So the world has a very wor- weird way of working page, so. Believe it or not, I actually I went to finish school when I was sixteen. So I sat with like our, our leaving cert, it's called here. I sat that when I was sixteen, and I took a year off. So yeah. what I initially wanted to do was become a Spanish and geography teacher. Oh, that's so. This is what I, I thought I was going to be able to do.
1: Do you speak Spanish?
0: Um, I'm not going to embarrass myself today. I've to, <laughs> i would claim yes. Most people don't know me. Would claim no. You can't. So look, can't blame <laughs> it,
1: me for trying. No, hey? you
0: can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. I made a bit of an idiot of myself when I tried to speak a bit of Spanish back in January and the lads haven't let me forget it yet so I'm holding off. Not today, not on camera. Not on on camera, not on camera. (laughs) However, I can woo you with my Spanish afterwards. But um, (laughs) yeah, essentially that's what I wanted to do when I left school. It's not what I wanted to do, but it was the option that was there for me. Essentially it was, you know, you're that age, like there wasn't an awful lot of career guidance for me. There Mm. wasn't like... There wasn't an awful lot put into what what we were going to do. I suppose as a skill and as a year and stuff like that. After yeah. after school, really, even for people that wanted to engage with them, in, in comparison to what I can see now coming through the education yeah. system and stuff that like that,
1: career gardens. It,
0: it really it wasn't there for for me anyway. So I I took a year off. I said, okay, I'm gonna I'm seventeen. I'm gonna take a year off here, and within mm-hmm. that year, I said I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna defer the place that I had to. I was supposed to go to Maynooth to do an arts degree at the time and i said i'm gonna defer it off for a year i'm gonna go back when i'm 18 and i don't want to go yet like i, I feel yeah. too young and i'm not sure so i took a year off still this whole time i wanted to be a pilot uh i searched when i say i searched online yeah. i searched impossible to, to find it was a minefield why
1: was it impossible
0: the information out there for the different methods of like either part-time or full-time training yeah. is a minefield um flight skills across Europe typically aren't very forthcoming with how much it costs. And if they are, you're bombarded with a hundred thousand, hundred and twenty thousand bill
1: on day one. Sure.
0: um What are
1: we talking about for these how how expensive are we talking here?
0: If you want to train full time you- you need to commit to two years without working, yeah. first of all. So there's, there's a personal financial investment there. you actually need to put your, your
1: job aside if you have one. Exactly.
0: If you have one, uh, uh, you can't you absolutely Or someone can't must support you for two years. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, okay. when we got to that point, uh, when I was 16, 17, I didn't have anyone that could support me. And that continued on for a long time after that, where it was like, I can't take two years off work. I yeah. can't do this. And plus. I, I I have a great rep- I have a great uh, relationship with the credit union in body Ferma, but <laughs> <laughs> I spo- I asked. Don't get me wrong. I went down and asked. Like it's not as if I didn't. But the reality of the situation was I did get money originally, so this yeah. came a little bit further on But I I I didn't have the money. It was impossible mm. when I came to the part time side of things. It's still quite exclusive, you know. Like there's again, it's a minefield. There's a million different metrics. It's it's literally like turning around and, you, you know, you're, you're you're kind of saying to yourself, right, how do I get this? I'm going to map this out. What way is it going to work? Mm. And you're coming up blank every single time. So it kind of went down my head again. And I actually started working with Tesco at the time. So I had been working with Tesco while I was in school. And Tesco, were, they were a super employer to me within the three years I'd been working there. I, yeah gone from uh, when I took that year off I kind of engaged more with the with the company and engaged more with like I suppose making more money and moving on
1: Yeah.
0: and somehow <laughs> three years flew by and all of a sudden I was a star manager in Tesco at this stage did uh, you
1: think by this stage the dream was done yes
0: it was dead it was dead in a hole in fact I'm when it comes to careers I'm when it comes to I suppose anything that I'm absolutely that I'm doing at the at that moment in time I, I suppose I, I see it as a trait in a lot of entrepreneurs now and a lot of founders is that I got sucked in. I learned yeah. everything, everything about the system, about how it works, the people in it, from back to front, upside down, everything. It came to a point where it was one Christmas, it was in two thousand seventeen. I was there I, I, Christmas will become a trend throughout this podcast? By the way. Just, just, a, just deck the deck the halls, warning. ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, deck yes. the halls, we're that's, getting merry. That's the next tattoo. I'm gonna tre- Christmas, tree <laughs> deck to the yeah, yeah, or deck the hall Just
1: make sure you haven't had too many pants. God alone knows the spelling yes. mistakes that could be made in that sentence I, I, I
0: agree, <laughs> very much agree. I'm not sure if I hate the spelling mistakes, but look, agreed. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, yeah. So I was, um, it was one Christmas, and I was fed up. It was, mm. uh, t- it was two thousand seventeen, and I said to myself, "Okay, Craig, I was twenty three at the time. I said, right, what am I going to do here? Change my life, friend? Like, I'm twenty three years old. I have this career that's moving along really, really nicely. I have opportunities here, but am I going to be happy? Absolutely not. So a lot of yeah. the things I do and a lot of the reasons I do things are fundamentally because." I asked myself that question all the time. It's was like, am I happy or am I going to be happy? You know, yeah. Now I'm still striving for that the whole time. But yeah. like, that, that's where it came from. So I sat down and it was like, I think the 29th of December. Uh, I, I, was, I was on my laptop and I was like, right, how am I going to do this? And I had a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And like what I always try and do, I'm not there. I said, okay, first I need to do this. Then I need to do this. Then I need to do this. Then I need to do this. Now, a lot of the time where I struggle is that validation of all of these points i would made. I was like am i right here you know how can i do this but i said one fundamental thing was that i'm gonna change. i'm gonna change my career around i'm gonna change my life around and i'm gonna get on the track that i want to be on and that's within aviation i wanted to work for Ryanair at the time i wanted i wanted to work in the biggest airline i didn't I, I, i didn't want to be anything less than the biggest i wanted to be there and i wanted to see what i could contribute to it and within two months of making that decision i was walking into Ryanair on my first day Uh, The 5th of March 2018 as what would have been a country regional style manager, our title was European Base Manager and we went in and we looked after a number of European bases for a crew across uh, what I had at the time was North Africa and a couple of different countries in Europe and stuff like that so I'm sure you can imagine it was a big step Huge. away from you know on-site management and yeah like i suppose everything i, I like at this age i was 23 like that's Tesco that's incredible was life. Yeah. it was life like and i loved it i think what what sold it was i had passion i i knew what i wanted to do mm. i there was one place and one place only i was applying for it there was one place and one place only yeah. i wanted to work and that was in that airline Doing a job similar to the job that I was talking about in front of them. Yeah, that was it. I was prepared to move my life. I was prepared. Annie, if they had a said jump and you move to Germany, I would have been on the first plane to Germany, and that was the way. That's the dedication. I mm. wanted this job, and I got it. And then I started a month later on the fifth of March, and it was mad, absolutely mad. But yeah. I was in aviation. I was surrounded those planes on the wall. I was talking about aircraft. I was talking about cabin crew. I was hearing about pilots. I was it was just like you were
1: touching the world i
0: was f- exactly that's a great tagline it's actually very very good it wasn't necessarily part of a, a pilot training journey mm-hmm. it wasn't part of a flight training plan of any sort this was i had actually kind of separated them at this point i was like this is what i want to do professionally in terms of i need to get out there into the aviation yeah. industry and i i had the mindset that i'm gonna do what i don't when i was 70 and take a year off i'm gonna embrace it i'm gonna yeah. figure out what's right for me and I hadn't, I hadn't done any pilot training at this stage. I hadn't done anything. And with Ryanair came connections, and with connections came uh, somehow ending up doing a bit of pilot training and starting off on that journey. And that's, the, I suppose, that was the first kind of domino that fell that changed that part of life around and yeah. how I ended up in the position where look, I, I started flight training. Now, I started in a place in Wicklow in Newcastle. It's actually our home base for Pilot Path and what I quickly realized is that this is expensive yeah this is tough Mm. this is I I was doing such a big job in Ryanair at the time that like I needed someone to hold my hand the whole way through this yeah I needed someone to tell me what operation because I mean let's
1: talk a little bit about that Ryanair team what were you managing at that stage
0: so at that stage the first uh, appointment I had was to manage 1600 cabin crew across 16 different locations in europe and north africa excuse me
1: but it was mad
0: oh my god it was mad now don't get me wrong the airline is huge it's really expensive but they demand the best it has to be the best and like i lived by that while i worked there and it's really altered me even as a person that you know I've always been a perfectionist but right are, are, are perfectionist on steroids. Mm. This this was intense. You mm. know what I mean? And I went in, I'll never forget the first day. We also had a meeting room, it was on a table about this size. And there was uh, I was number eight, I was the eighth uh manager to come in within this team and the final manager within it. And I was sitting there and I was beside these people. And we all sat at the same seat, weirdly enough, every single week. Yeah, and I as one does yeah, habit. It was. And I actually sat at the wrong seat the first day. And I was very quickly how moved. How yeah. you. I was very quickly moved <laughs> by uh, a lady that um, I had worked with. But, you know, it it, it, set the scene, it set the scene and it set the tone that this is structure and this is how it works. That but how do
1: you about. go from being a manager of something huge? Yeah. to let me just be frank here having the balls to step out of that boardroom where you must have been making a pretty penny by that stage
0: we don't know if having the balls was the right way to put it because i was terrified the day that i oh actually no. left i resigned <laughs> i was terrified but it actually happened over Christmas again. So oh back God. to Deck the Halls. Deck yeah. the not, yeah, very, we very, not very merry, not very merry. Not
1: very merry. Oh, hold Ooh, on. Let yes. me, you gave me the whole seat, but I only yes. need the edge. Wait, and wait, and so.
0: well, yes, on the edge of this seat, because this is a good one. At this stage, I was a bit of a workaholic and um, I absolutely loved my job. But I think my job loved me a little bit too much. And I went into a position where I had I, it was my whole life. I loved it. Yeah. And, you know,
1: a lot of people get there it's, they do it's They a do, thing.
0: and it, it is a thing and it is a thing and it's not like i can't say i wasn't warned i can't say that you know there was no signs and stuff like that but that's where i was i, mm. I didn't realize and i got to a point around christmas i was off for two weeks um it had been a really hectic couple of months and i'd i'd made no plans and i realized over those two weeks i got sick i had COVID, yeah and the whole family had COVID. And I, I realized at this time, I was like, what is my life? I was like, where's my family gone? Where's my friends gone? Like, I have no partner, I have no plans. I have nothing to do here and I'm off for two weeks. And I've gone from this 120 mile an hour lifestyle to two weeks of absolutely nothing. Yeah. And at that point, this, is, this, this was a real defining moment. Like, mm. I was calling them mental health walks. I was going on walks and I was trying to like, just get my thoughts together, gather myself together. But it was just all over the place and I said to mm-hmm. myself, what is this like what, how have I ended up here what have I done like I, this is and not who I am anymore and you're doing that thing
1: anymore. again where you're measuring am I happy
0: yes and this is where I went and I said to myself am I happy and I sat there Paige and, and no joke I had this gorgeous gorgeous BMW I, had, like, I was walking around with airpods brand new clothes lovely phone all of these different lovely things that I had and I was out there saving up for like a deposit for a house and I was doing all of this stuff I kind of just, I said to myself, what am I going to do, Craig? What are you going to do here? What is your fundamental change going to be? Because you're not happy. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a full, there's a full circle of life here, not just 20 or 30% like professionally. Like I've so much ambition, Paige. There's so much I want to do. I want to conquer the world here. And I was forgetting myself at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like I said, Paige, I'm a big believer that I mentioned it there around the universe, having a plan and and different kind of metrics you have to hit. And you just have, like you have to go along with it. And... I said to myself, there's a couple more metrics I need to do. But I needed to learn these lessons and I needed to learn that lesson up to that point. And I had started a company uh, within the year before that called Pilot Path. And I started it based off the back of my training. I started it based off all the, the financial issues I had, the operational issues I had. But I I, I I had found so many difficult things along the way. And I remember driving home from a flight lesson one day, And at this time I was doing that first job in there, and I said to myself, what is wrong with you, Craig? Why can't you get this? Like you're not silly, like you're, you're intelligent enough to, to do these roles, you're intelligent enough to do this. Why can't you grasp this? Like there's people around you doing that. And I realized it wasn't necessarily me that was the system. And I fell off the horse at the time. But yeah. the, out of the back of that, I was inspired to start path, which uniquely plans and charts the career course of part-time pilot students as they progress towards our mm. ultimate goal of becoming a force officer in an airline. However, it doesn't make them have to change their entire life around that. They keep their job, they keep their family, they keep their house. However, they commit and invest time. So they don't lose planet.
1: essentially what you lost exactly. trying to get into exactly. the
0: world. Exactly. And I lost a lot of money and I lost I lost a lot. And I said to myself, there has to be a way out of this. So I had started that company and this was during COVID. And we took our first student actually in March 21. And when it got to, the, oh, I suppose I was always balancing over them nine months, I was balancing. What will I do here? It was such a good career trajectory here in Reiner. I have so much going on. I I love it. And then I have this other project that I'm working on, something Mm. that I'm passionate about, something that, you know, it's my idea. I'm Mm. the first one to ever come up with it. I was blessed with a unique opportunity to really do something with it. Yeah. And when I got to that point in December, with that pause, I was able to see clearly for the first time in years. And I can see right, Greg, What do you want from life? Mm. You know, do you want to be? In was this it coalition? a
1: situation there when you're you're taking your mental health walks?
0: Mm-hmm. There were mental health spirals in hindsight. <laughs> That's what I'm calling. <laughs> let's them let's now. talk yes. about the mental health yes. spirals. Okay. Yes. yes, yes.
1: <laughs> was it a situation where you found yourself asking, "Who am I?" Yeah. And the whole defining factor was, "I am a regional manager at Rani.
0: Yes that that's what it was is that I, what the spiral I, was around is... I i don't it wasn't necessarily because i still love my job at this point yeah I, I still like i left the day i left i still loved it yeah it was more so it was what do i want what does happiness look for me look like for me and, and what the,
1: does it look like
0: happiness looks for me is that i'm able to fulfill my ambition i'm able yeah. to i'm in a position where professionally i'm able to fulfill that side but that i have the friendships in my life, I want that. I have the relationship in my life that I want that. I'm close to my family, that I have time for me and that I look after me, you know, that like physical and mental health go so twined and hand in hand with each other. That You know, I'm actively working towards them and that I can see clearly. And that's what, that is what like happiness looks like to me. Yeah. I'd realized that, you know, true, I was still quite young. I was, you know, still grown emotionally and stuff like this and that. I was like, "How did I? How did I? How did I make such balls of this? How did I get to this point?" When you
1: said you made a balls of it, which which part? I suppose what was everything
0: missing? in my life, except for except. work. Yeah, except for work. That I kind of because I had realized quite quickly that, like, you know, where is everybody? I'm I'm on my own here. Who is
1: everybody? Your parents? Your yeah. It was I suppose I, I have
0: siblings. Yeah. I'm really close with siblings. I have friends. I had my family. I wasn't. I had no partner and stuff at the time. But I was like, I. Yeah. I also didn't know who I was. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that was the main thing behind it. I didn't know who I fundamentally was anymore. I had one personality trait. And I was like, that's not who I am. I, like, I you know, didn't like it No, it. I didn't like it. When I looked at myself in the mirror, and to be honest, Paige, it's not easy to look at yourself in the mirror. But when I did, I said to myself, that's not who you are, Craig. You're, mm-hmm. you're worth more than this and you're better than this. And it wasn't Ryanair's fault. It wasn't Tesco's fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. It was my fault and it was my understanding of the world was different to what it is today. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm gonna do something about that. And I made a plan. And I listed it all out again. And I said, I'm gonna set up metrics here for the, for the next couple of years of my life and I'm I'm gonna get where I wanted to be. And what I wanted to be is to to satisfy the ambition, satisfy the overall what the the, the thirst for growth mm. but at the same time to uh, to balance personal life and balance my other half of my life with it. To be put it frankly, I wanted my cake and I wanted to eat it too. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I wanted. But I've never stood for anything but the best. And I feel like that's the best for me. And I'm, I'm going to keep working for that every day of my life to get it, to get it. And it will change over time. Mm. I also realized, I think there's a degree of the whole big turkey question going in that I was like...
1: I wonder what you'll do when you turn 30. Craig. well
0: do you want to know the actual plans oh there <laughs> are, oh, are plans plan.
1: oh lord <laughs> so,
0: i'm going to learn 30 <laughs> uh, next july
1: next july next
0: july and i said to myself oh
1: god right, call me <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm just putting on the record now nobody contact me over the month of july until at least the 23rd oh, jesus are I've you I've internally reflecting <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I, again. Yes. not again not uh, again I'm, I'm actually not you to internally reflect until 2024 okay so good. oh my god that's Put next year heads. that's next christmas oh, shit. but I, I said to myself I want to have a big tour. I want to have a tour extravaganza. I want oh. to go all over it. Want- People that know me will say, well, they absolutely won't say that. I don't like being on the limelight because I'm a fan sometimes like, mess, you know, it's all tongue in cheek. Like, but I said to myself, I'm going to have a big party there and I'm going to try and like, don't you know, uh, i'm not even thinking of like how to fill around. i'm not thinking of how to get people there i'm not like, i have a planned out to a tee but i don't want to seem like a sad act already because i'm I've, envisioning
1: a yes. serious on a boeing <laughs>
0: oh, it's actually on the side of a mountain with a drone show over the far bank <laughs> of the lake but look close close Ridiculous. close close but i i, kinda, oh, no. yeah, I, I don't know where i'll be next year i've kind of i've done what i always do Paige, and i planned out the next couple of years of where i want to do and what i want to do and i I put metrics in place for myself, and I'm your worst critic. I always yeah. think I suppose that the mad thing about it is the imposter syndrome I spoke about earlier on at Reiner The day I walked into Pilipat, on it was around the fourth of June last year, so twenty twenty two. I had left Reiner the previous Friday, and um, it was wild. Like yeah. it was just. I, I couldn't believe the, the reception I got the good tears boys. And, oh, I hate that. Of tears. It was part of my life, and I, I felt like I was part of the fabric of the building mm. at the time, you know, and it was, it was tough, you it's know. like leading family. It was, it was. It, that's exactly what it was like, and I learned an awful lot, and I took a lot away from it, and I said, as I climbed it, I started on the Monday, I hadn't prepared anything. It had been such a whirlwind, and so much going on, like it was controlled chaos up to that point, because we were in our summer period, we were busy, and... I stepped foot in, uh, believe it or not, I didn't even know where I was going on the first time. Pilot Path. Yeah. Uh, a guy that was working on Pilot Path in the b- in the background while he was working another job as well, Christopher, he had actually, it, it, like he was looking after finding the space You know, and finding me somewhere to go yeah. and stuff like that. And when we got there, I couldn't make a decision. I wasn't in it. My head wasn't in it. It was all over the place. And we actually went to WeWork on the first day. I paid hundred euro for two passes. Chris came with me that day, hundred euro for two passes. It was ridiculous. Um, the only successful thing I'd done the whole day was renew my car insurance. Um, I had no. You shouldn't I,
1: have paid the hundred. You just <laughs> get one person's pass. You needed a me day.
0: My head was all over. The place. That's what I did need a me day, though. And I've learned very much in them 10 months about that me day side of yeah. things. And I suppose these were big things, that lessons I had to learn over them 10, 11 months at this stage. And I sat there and I was like, what oh, am I doing here? How am I after ending up? Changed my career again, I was, what was I, 27. How am I after changing my career again? How am I CEO and founder of my own company here? And I had no idea in terms of like what it was to be a founder, mm. how the startup ecosystem works yeah. in Ireland, what it is to find, to, to found a company and to work with other entrepreneurs, uh, the, the network side of things, the financial side of things, the everything, it was all new, new to me. We've been running this company in the background for the last year and a half. We'd had a year and a half of good, good, solid, sustained success. You know, within my team, I had Christopher there as our ops manager. I had a uh, guy, Anthony, uh, who's still with us today. Chris and Anthony are both pro- proprietary directors as well within Pilot Anthony is a, a director with his own accountancy firm and stuff like that. So, like, I had plenty of expertise, plenty of support. i built a really solid team yeah. already. And when I went into lead this team, I said to myself, oh, good God, what am I doing here and how did this happen? And that can I I had a lot of uh, what I call Stockholm syndrome after yeah. the previous job. I kind of I was like
1: because I was just about to ask at yeah. this stage, are you shitting yourself? Yes. Are you going? What the hell have myself? I done?
0: Oh my god! I wanted to lock me. Do you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to run away and work on a beach for the summer in Turkey. <laughs> That's what I want. You know, to do. I
1: get that feeling sometimes. But <laughs> you think to yourself, Jesus, but I just love to lay bricks right yes, now. I don't want yes. to think. I just want to use my hands oh. do something physical and let it yeah. be done then i can see it bolt at the end of the day
0: there was a break in it that week though there was it because that, that's exactly the feeling
1: yeah you just want to stop thinking
0: i think i spent so much time in my car but i sat down by the friday i actually drove up to my brother my brother worked not far from the house at the time and i went and spoke to josh and i said josh i was like i've gone from having thousands thousands of people relying on me you know we had over ten and a half thousand crore time with all of these managers, with all this and I'd left this position at the helm of all of this and I said, What who relies on me today, Josh? I was like, My phone has gone from hopping twenty four seven to nothing this week. I was like, it's such a shock. I was like, I don't know who I am anymore.
1: almost bored.
0: I, well bored boredom was overcome by feeling very sorry for myself, I can tell you that. And not know not understanding where I was or what was that I was shocked. And Josh went around and he said to me, Joshua is He's a very lateral thinker. And he turned around and he said, Craig, you said, you do have someone to rely on. And I said, who, Josh, who? I was annoyed even at this stage. And he Mm -hmm. said to yourself. And and I looked back and I said, I haven't gone to doctors in like five years. Over the next couple of months, I suppose, even up till now at this point, like that was June last year. Here we are in February, oh, sorry, February, uh, April, twenty twenty-three.
1: Yeah. Almost time to reflect.
0: Oh my God. Like 11 (laughs) months later. Oh my God. Well, 11 months later and here we are. And like,
1: Today's, where are we? Where are where we? Where is We're, Pilot Path?
0: As of today, yeah. I'm very, very proud to say that we are in the round of our pre-series A funding, and um, we've secured investment with uh, a well-known uh, investment company. Here in Ireland, we have our term sheet and our letter of engagement on that, that we're negotiating at the moment. Uh, And we've worked on that, like I was obviously totally new to the ecosystem. Mm. And we put a lot of work into getting to this point now, and we've secured around half a million in our fourth round. um, The purpose of which is to invest within our expansion and our offering for our students into Europe over the next 18 months, and to help develop our technological side of the business. And We have three full-time employees, including myself, myself, we have another Craig, so nice and handy.
1: Craig and Craig, yeah. Craig and Craig,
0: and we have Christopher as well as on board full-time with us now too. We have our contractors in the UK, led by our commercial pilot mentor. Uh, They're all commercial pilots, and they operate on a self-employed basis uh, as technical advisors to ourselves and our students. And the aim of the game here is to employ another four people over the next uh, three to four months with funding.
1: Incredible. And to
0: expand our offering and expand outside Ireland in the UK. Luckily Incredible. enough, we only moved into the UK after, oh my God, the most laborious couple of months <laughs> of my life. We moved into the UK uh, three weeks ago on Friday and we opened our first uh, base outside Ireland that looks after our primary commercial training in Ravennair in Liverpool. So we have Liverpool, we have Newcastle here as our main hub in Ireland and we have Raven now in Liverpool. And our next base is due to open next weekend, next not this Saturday, next Saturday in Birmingham with uh, ABA or, or Academy. So we're moving in the right directions. The funding will really, really help. It's been a slog for the last <laughs> 10 months to, to get it. And the aim of the game is to deliver two and a half thousand pilots per year into European airlines by 2027 across 11 geographical locations in Europe. With over 30 primary skills and around 30 secondary skills that will provide the more complex commercial training. We are at around our 100 student mark. Uh, we have the largest collection of part time modular students here in Ireland, which I'm really, really proud to say. And the model is working so far.
1: We chatted now. You mentioned the imposter syndrome. You felt yes, it, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go and get help for, for that kind of thing? Do you talk to people about it? Mm. I don't think you're the only CEO founder that struggles mm. with these high level, it needs to be A, B, C, D way when you're left in the quiet. Yeah.
0: To be honest with hard. you. It's hard. To be honest with you, it's tough. It's mm. really, really tough. I built up a better ecosystem around me, yeah. a better support network, network around me over yeah. the last couple of months. Um, I've actively, I, I, said to myself, like, you asked earlier on, what does happiness look like, yeah. Craig? And I really had to draw deep. I had to peel back all the layers of the onion of of Craig, of who he is, to say, what are you going to do and how are you going to change mm. it? And what I learned is that you know, talking and sharing is probably the biggest thing I could have done over the last couple of months. Finding mentors and finding people that 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 can listen to me and that can yeah. help me and advise me and building that network has been. It it has been next to next to impossible. It would have been next to impossible to even be here right now without doing that. Yeah. You know, going and just actively being honest about it and actively talking about. Well, this is where we are now. This is how I'm feeling. You know, this is not easy. You know, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome is not an easy one to to work through, and to cure it, what you had to do. And I, don't get me wrong, it's not cured. I don't think yeah. it'll ever be fully cured. No. Not at That's the pace. And I think we also you know, have
1: a certain amount. All of us. I think so. Of that, Im- I mean, you can't see me wake up and look in the mirror and be no. like, "I don't even strive for happy; I strive <laughs> for content." <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe we should lower our expectations of it. Because, I'm going like, for <laughs> regularly content, yes, occasionally okay. sad, preferably a lot of the time happy. Yes. and
0: you know, I actually like this is what we, it's funny that you say it because like i I become more open about yeah. about mental health and about how I feel. I actually, I was a month out around her. And I'd done a post on LinkedIn. And I got such a reception on it. in yeah, terms there's of more than I one. was very honest with it. And I was very honest that I'd, I'd struggled the last month and it was tough. And uh, I said earlier on page that everything that's happened to me in my life to date, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change where I'm from. Yeah. I wouldn't change being from a disadvantaged area or like having struggles in skill, or having this. Or have, I wouldn't change a thing. And I'll tell you why. Because everything that's happened to me up to this point has taught me a lesson. And the lessons and the time I'm going through now with building Pilot Path and expanding it and realizing its full potential. It's also teaching me an awful lot of personal lessons. It's humbling me. It's teaching me mm. the value of money, you know, it's teaching. It's teaching me stuff that I thought I knew again. I'm, I'm constantly surprised that what I thought I knew mm. isn't the reality. The reality is when you don't have €20, Euro, €20 Euro is a lot of late money. When you and I grew up knowing that and I understood that, but I forgot.
1: So what's the big lesson? you've now founded a company it's been Mm -hmm. a roller coaster it's been huge it's been emotionally a lot it's christmas will never be the same again never all of that jazz yeah what's the draw
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna say something that i I, i'm living by at the moment yeah and that's that you need to zoom out and look at the bigger picture a lot of the time
1: Mm.
0: when i had an awful habit of getting in on my own head and looking within a month or a week of what had happened and I always try and paint the picture. I had read it, but I had seen this graph before on LinkedIn and it was essentially a graph where they had zoomed in and it's, it's a chart and you see a big red line going yeah. downwards and this guy, it's obviously his, pers- uh, his professional um, life. It, this is what it's represented. However, on the next slide, then someone's standing next to him and they've zoomed out of this graph just and instead of just picture. saying August, you can see January to December, mm. and what you actually see is the entire time he's grown, 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 grown. And grown, now
1: he's had eight up.
0: And exactly, and now he's in a position where okay, he's had a slump in a month, but we need to keep the faith. We need to mm. re- re- rewind back and say what is the bigger picture here? Mm. I, again, the big the big lesson is that Craig, you don't know everything. Be humble. You know, take it day by day. Take baby steps. But don't give up. Keep the faith. Keep moving forward. You know, I put this much into myself now. I can, I can do anything that I set me my ambitions to here. And I just need to keep going that way. And I'm bringing the company and bringing the people around me with me. And that's Fantastic. the big stuff that I've learned now over the last couple of months. Craig,
1: where do people find you? Where do they find Pilot Path? If they want to get in touch.
0: Okay, okay. So if they want put to. Put us a plug there. If Oom- they want to contact me, my name is Craig Lancaster on LinkedIn. You can get mm-hmm. me there anytime directly. Uh, to contact us on Poilipot. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, our plug for WhatsApp and stuff are on them. Or you can reach us anytime at info at poylepot.a. Thank
1: you so much, Craig, for joining us. No it's been such a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Found It, a production of Factory 44, Ireland's on-demand creative studio based in the heart of Dublin. Found It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you stream your podcasts. If you like the show, please take a second to subscribe for more episodes and join the conversation on our socials at Factory 44 Studio. If you're looking to record a podcast or are interested in becoming a member of Factory 44, book a call on our website at www.factory44.io.